しさにまぶたを閉じた君のこと誰の目にも触れない影に Hey everyone, happy Halloween and welcome to another episode of the Class 1A podcast. As always, my name is Andrew Nimsgren. Alongside me, I have James Graham and Dylan Beal to continue talking about the My Hero Academia universe. And this week will be one of our Vigilante episodes where we will be diving into chapters 66 through 70, which are some great chapters. But for all of our audio listeners that are not catching this、uh, video of what we're dressing up right now, it is Halloween. So, I want each one of us to take a second and just go through of what we're wearing and what our Halloween plans for this very, very weird Halloween are. Dylan, why don't you lead it off? Yeah, I'll start. I'm,、uh, I'm you know, what I am. I, see, I kind of cheated because I am what I am normally, which is a very powerful warlock.、Um, and I got some sick robes on. Is it bad that I like, actually cringed at that? Like, it wasn't like just trying to be over exaggeration. I just kind of cringed at that naturally. Is that. Is that what the, my reaction was supposed to be? You fear my power. I understand. <laughs> All right, James.、Uh, I'm on vacation.、Uh, <laughs> I got a sun hat on, I got a Hawaiian shirt, and I have like, you know,、uh, a beater with a, a Hawaiian graphic on it. I'm, I'm checked out, man. Don't ask me what's in my cup, and I'm having a good time. All right. <laughs> I love it. And I'm a pickle. It's just a store bought giant pickle costume. So that is definitely worth it. But most importantly, I have my Deku t shirt on underneath the pickle costume. So I'm at full, full plus ultra today. Wow. But either one of you guys doing anything or just hanging in and eating Halloween candy all night? Dylan, you got one more scary movie to watch, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching Halloween on Halloween, the classic.、Uh, I'm eating a bunch of chocolate.、Um, it'll be good. It'll be fun. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm just gonna. I'm You're on vacation. You're not supposed to do it. Yeah,、anything. exactly, right? Exactly. I'm just gonna go back and have another nap. That's what it's <laughs> gonna happen. And then I'll just be going out, spending a little bit of time、uh, with my family that's here in Vegas. But with that, you guys got a little bit of a rigmarole to start off the show, and then we can talk about these chapters. Yeah. Make sure that you tell all your friends about us because it's always fun to listen with friends and leave a five star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Yeah, and if you have any suggestions for show notes or better costumes, like, you know, not what Andrew's wearing, let us know. Hit us up over on Twitter at popped underscore off or email us at contact at popped off.com. With that, we will jump into episode six,、uh, episode chapter 66 of Vigilantes, titled Graduation and Career Path. So it doesn't exactly go into how many years, but I think this has been two or three years have passed now since the last chapter now. And time has passed, and it starts off with a pair of villains harassing some girls in the neighborhood, and they end up calling for Crawler, who is kind of more of a neighborhood name in the area. He comes and almost flawlessly dodges and kind of beats the two villains. He still isn't super powerful, but he's more confident and kind of known as a vigilante in the area until eventually the big guys, our favorite goon squad from the cafe, come and say that they are now from Hopper's Cafe. Which is a full fledged cafe that they talked about years ago with Aizawa having his own spot, is now an actual thing. And they're trying to recruit these two because they're a giant rhino and a, what, a giant horse、um, to be part of that because it's a place for big, kind of meta human villain like characters. After that, we do learn that Koichi does have an、um, interview. He has graduated and he was applying to work like as a janitor or something. Wasn't exactly sure what it was, but they're saying, oh, we don't hire fancy college graduates, which means Koichi's now graduated from college when at the beginning he was just starting college. 
Later on in the penthouse, we're learning that Koichi is now out of all of his All Might hoodies when we saw we had the huge collection at the beginning of the series. And he's even talking about maybe once this last hoodie is damaged and done for, I might retire as a crawler. And Pop kind of has a negative reaction to that, obviously not wanting him to be done. Chapter 67 uh, is titled Authentic International Spicy Curry. At the beginning, we see that uh, Makoto? Dylan, help me out here. Makoto, thank you. Makoto is pretty much now just this huge big deal over in America. He's still ha- she's still happening uh, Captain Celebrity, but she's wrote in her own book. She's on these talk shows, all this, and she's as big of a deal being just as successful as ever. Meanwhile, back at the department store, the Naru Fest is kind of becoming less and less popular, and we actually learn that this next upcoming Naru Fest is going to be the last one ever, and that the whole squad has kind of started splitting off, each one going their own ways, and they kind of cover where everyone went if they're not still part of the actual show. We do see that they do now have a new manager from the marketing department that helps and gives the bad news, but also talks about trying to do one big last show and that their homework their next meeting is to come up with how they're going to celebrate their last big show. Then after the meeting, Pop goes back to the penthouse where Makoto is actually there with Koichi, made them dinner, and that she is back for a while and coming back home at kind of in her for the foreseeable future because she's kind of done in America and that this whole big celebrity thing was just to really sell books and now that she's coming back to kind of go on with the next part of her life. Um, chapter 68, after dinner, um, and Pop is leaving, saying that she doesn't want to really be there, even though she kind of came over to cook with Koichi, and she had ingredients in her hand. Um, Koichi kind of falls into Makoto's arms, and Pop sees this and kind of starts listening on to the conversation. We learn that uh, Makoto returned back to Japan because she wants to go on the next thing, but she really wants to settle down and start looking about the long term, having a family, finding someone she loves, and she pretty much confesses her feelings for Koichi because he's perfectly normal, and that she doesn't see anything wrong with that, that always having someone ordinary along her side would kind of keep her down to earth. I take that a little bit of an insult for Koichi, but also it's Makoto, so the dude's doing pretty yeah, he's well. Doing, he's fine. Don't, don't, he's, don't, don't worry about him. He's doing pretty well. But he also, um, Makoto also goes on talking about, well, how are things going with you and Pop? She pretty much still knows that Pop has feelings for Koichi and says, like, hey, I'll give you two to kind of Take time to figure things out. I'm not returning till this fall, and I just want your answer by then. And Pop hears this, and the next few days, Pop is very kind of skittish and not want to talk to Koichi at all, always running out the second Koichi kind of has a try to have a conversation with him. So, back in the next chapter, t- chapter 69, a hero appears. The department store is having the meeting again for the Naru Fest. They learn that they're not going to have a one-month break before... Chapter episode 69. Don't type in our Discord channel. Nice. So I had to do it because now I'm laughing and I have to address it. But in chapter 69, we're back with a new meeting of the Naru Fest. They have one more month before the final ones, and they're going to have everyone come back that's ever been part of Naru Fest and have one big celebration there. But at the same time, Pop has kind of had this realization that everything she's done up to this point has been because of Makoto. So she wants to do something herself and actually has started putting more time into her own music and solo act again. And actually starts performing on the side of a super busy street where these three thug-like guys come up to her and start giving her grief. But the manager from the Naru Fest actually comes in, saves the day, saying that she's like the ma- uh, she's like uh, he's like her manager and all that. 
They have a conversation, and he pretty much goes on saying that, like, hey, I want to help you produce your music. This song was really good. I want to help you do more. Let me become your manager and your second producer. And Papa Green have on, and they start working together on her music career. But later on, towards the end of the chapter, that group of three thugs do come back and kind of start harassing them again. And we actually learn that the manager, Namura, is actually a licensed hero. He still has a day job, but he does have his hero's license just kind of as a side thing so that he can jump in and use his quirk whenever he wants. And actually, before I go on to chapter 70, the three thugs in this chapter, a fun fact, were actually title, uh, were based off of Cloud, Squall, and Zane for the Final Fantasy series. Very cool. If you guys did not pick up on that. Yeah, I saw it's, I saw Cloud and uh, Squall. I didn't, I didn't see Zane, but yeah. Cloud and Squall yeah. stand out real bad. I thought that was really fun. Um, just want to call that out. But back with chapter 70, um, Pop is continuing to put more... Uh, time into her music she actually did another performance on the same street but this time everyone being super into it her having a heck of a fun time bouncing all around really bringing in a crowd and a number of kind of says like hey i got laid off my job but i want to keep being your manager i'm your biggest fan i want to keep doing this i'm always going to be here for you pretty much kind of trying to take the next step but pop shuts or shuts him down uh, pretty much saying that, oh, this music was always for me. I was always the one that kind of wanted to be it. And then the thugs come around the corner after Pop bounces away, saying like, oh, you guys pretty much got rejected and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's kind of implied that those thugs were more or less kind of hired by um, Namiro to kind of put on a show and help him get in with the good graces. And then all of a sudden he said, yeah, I think I did just get rejected, which means I don't need you guys anymore. And he kills all three of them and is revealed that it is number six, the villain that has been facing off with um, Knuckle Duster. Knuckle Duster, a.k.a. Two O'Clock. And that is where the chapter ends with Pop calling him, crying about Koichi and kind of the conversation they had and that he, Pop wasn't ready to kind of confess all those feelings to Koichi. But what a reveal to end it on. What a cliffhanger. Because we know he's still alive, we don't know where Knuckle Duster is, and that he is so, so close to Pop and Koichi in their life now. Protect Pop, please. Protect her. And the, the crazy part is, it's been years. So, like, last time we talked about it, like, there's a year's time jump in here. I think it's two or three years. Three years. No, 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 no. no. There's, there's not a time jump. It, it, I think what it said is it solidified that the events that we watched took the place over the course of three years this isn't a time skip i think it is a time skip though no because they 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 looked at the the board that they accumulated and that was all the scenes that we saw so i i think there was like many time jumps as the series was going on um we have had another we yeah he's right i think i think dylan's right we have had another time like like they've used like a like a like they've mentioned like time passing like a significant amount during that time frame so i think it's more of a three-year like arc more or less that we've just been kind of on and the the bulletin board kind of like represents that yeah because i think the purpose of of this like this set of chapters was to solidify like hey by the way like 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 this has been taking place over the course of three years like not not so much as like a a three-year time skip but the reason i disagree with that is because the cafe's up and running now like, there's a new cafe up and running that can't just be kind of turned over. Like, that was the cafe they talked about in Chapter 65 No, with no, this, no th- this still fits into it. Like I said, um, some of the chapters have small skips to them, 
which are like you know maybe like a month or so like they're not huge gaps because like we're at the point of where um the cafe's up and running but like he like it's not hard to like in the terms of like a like like an anime story like this it's not hard to like get a cafe up and running and plus whenever they approached the rhino gang it was like hey you're our dishwashers now or whatever so it's not like it's it's been up and going for a really long time they're still kind of recruiting so like like we have these like small gaps in time that are like maybe a month or two they're not super super big but just as they keep coming up as we keep having those small one or two months in between all the the big stories it just adds up to three years you can see that that that's i don't seemed... know if i buy that you don't know if you buy that no no because like... like why why would they have like the last story be like two years ago and then just have us not experience anything in the past like two years because a lot of stuff would, would have happened yeah and i mean like it's not but the little girls are grown up now yeah because it's taken place over the course of three years but we saw them not too many chapters ago <clears throat> but when you have these small small jumps between each story it adds up and also not grown up like at the very most it's been like one or two years but because they're so small they're not all grown up they just went from being like five to seven and that looks like they're all grown up. Are we really going to debate about a time skip this much? Yes. No. We will. <laughs> we, we can move on. I just strongly, strongly disagree because there's too many things that happen over time between books, readings, people growing up, the whole thing falling apart. They're talking about the shows getting less and less popular over time. Koichi running out of those suits. He had 50 suits. Like, he had so many of those suits. That doesn't just We've happen. We've seen a lot months. of them. We've seen a lot of them. You're just making I'm not. Right, we have seen on. a lot of them. Check the tapes. Move on. So, at the beginning, yeah. So, the cafe, not too much really happens in the beginning. I think really kind of once it starts getting interesting is the shows are coming to an end and all that. We're clearly getting more of the pop chapters, which we talked about. We were really worried that we haven't gotten much pop recently and that with Makoto gone... That pop's going to be less relevant. Well, actually, Makoto's coming back now, but it's still very much around pop right now and are having her own kind of arc here. So one, what are your thoughts about kind of a timeline until Makoto comes back in the fall and this whole new kind of approach around pops and Koichi's relationship kind of being more at the forefront? What do you kind of feel about that whole vibe? I, uh, I, I know I'm going to spell out the rest of the series the entire rest of the series ready i'm gonna spell it out for you guys because i i can i can already form it in my mind oh, we're, we we're go. gonna have a boss fight we're gonna fight two o'clock they're gonna meet up with knuckle duster they're gonna all team up they're gonna beat them wow we beat the big boss what's the final boss though the final boss is love koichi who do you love because now it's the fall and makoto's here all the villains are dead who do you love and he has to decide there he decides there and then the series ends who does he pick um a pop he picks pop i he i like James, I, he has to pick pop. who does he pick i mean i want to pick makoto because pop is a like an emotional wreck and koichi's not i don't think koichi's mentally equipped for that so you know should like koichi shouldn't or freaking pop shouldn't meet her heroes no he, and... he is the perfect person because think about this what watch how do you wash emotions over someone you have to have zero brain cells. Koichi, not a single thing going on up there in his head. <laughs> He's pretty dumb. And he continues with his dumb ass. He calls his fighting style slap style, 
where he literally just does a little ejector thing and slaps people. Hey, slap the shit at him, dude. I don't know. I really like that. That's that's Mimi. It is it is Mimi, but he's not trying to be Mimi. He's trying to be like a neighborhood vigilante, and it's just Mimi because we're looking from the outside. I do I do like the idea of him actually not trying to be like him not looking at like conventional work and like pop actually just suggesting like him becoming a hero sort of thing like, yeah did that surprise you guys like did that feel like a off course kind of thing for Karichi of when pops are like oh yeah like you can still get a day job and not get a hero license and Koichi not instantly jumping on it like that seemed out of character for me a little bit he's older though dude he's an old boy I, like, I, what think, is he now? Like, I think that's like him like still not really seeing himself as a hero um, I think he like undervalues like himself a ton. I think that's why, cause like he probably actually could get his license and be like a decent like local hero, cause he could do the same thing he's doing now except get paid probably. But I he'd think he'd be like he, manual, yeah, yeah. Like... Um, but I think he just like kind of doesn't see himself as actually being a good hero, and so he just like never pursues it. Do we? If he got his hero license, let's say. In this arc, something bad happens at the end of this arc that kind of pushes him to go get his hero license and kind of take it more serious. Do we feel like that takes away from the series at all? Or can it, as long as it still focuses on Koichi, but he actually has a hero's license, is that still Vigilantes? I, so I, 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 uh, I think I'm super biased now because I'm in the mindset that this is ending soon. It just, it's putting up a bunch of flags and I feel like him getting his hero license and like being like, solidified into that local hero is a really good ending i don't know I, I i think i'm too tunnel visioned on it ending soon because it just it just feel i could feel it it, ha it feels like I it. yeah feel that's it just my it. yeah yeah this, it, like it does feel like it's gonna end but i don't know man like after a while koichi stopped doing vigilante shit and he just basically only did hero shit and knuckle duster to me after a while was the only vigilante out of the group because he was the only one who kind of operated out of the realm, uh, like outside the realm of hero work, right? Well, so you know, he he's still doing technically vigilante work because he's unlicensed. Yeah, I know, but that's just it. It's only a technicality at this point. For yeah, yeah, Luigi, exactly. Right, but where Knuckle Duster is my more of a, like a definition he's of a, a vigilante. The yeah, he's the. Yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, he's basically an anti-hero, right? So, um, yeah, I know. Like, I I can just. See, like I think I'm in kind of in agreement with Dylan. Like I mean, it, like there's so many flags being like this is ending soon, so he's gonna get settled down and either become a hero or work a day job, one of the two, right? So, so two things. One, the literal tagline of the series is not everyone needs a license to fight justice. <laughs> so I feel like him getting a hero's license would actually kind of go against that. Well, it ends the series, um, yeah. right? Like that, yeah. True, but also so. Obviously, everyone knows we're catching up the Vigilante series. That's why we're doing five. So we are currently, at the end of these chapters, we read through 70. We are 17 chapters behind the actual series. We're getting, yeah, we're getting we're, close. We're in we have three more full weeks of where we'll do five episode recaps. And then we're going to have to discuss how we want to do it after that and even give you guys this feedback. Because, yeah, 15 chapters really isn't that much in Vigilante. I mean, if you're right, if this is really the final arc... 15 chapters could be a arc and it could be ending soon. You're right. I mean, we're not that far because I'm like, oh, if they're like on chapter 120, obviously this isn't the final arc. But if we're only 20 chapters away from the uh, continue, like current continuation, it could be ending soon. I, um, I was talking with James in DMs uh, before you finished it. And I said, I think this might be a sub 100 series. 
I think I think it might either be just at a hundred or it might be sub one hundred. It just I can see. I, yeah. I don't I don't know. It's just it's it's a feeling, and I I don't think um I I didn't go out and search like like uh for the author to see if there was like any interviews about it ending soon. But like um we all know from like uh Demon Slayer that sometimes they don't really warn you; they just end things. Yeah, Are we got like a two month heads up on De- uh, Demon Slayer. Like we kind of had an idea, but I mean even with this series, I mean like once. Uh, number six, two o'clock is dead. They have nothing else set up in the entire series for them to go and fight, and obviously they're closer to him than ever. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that does kind of make sense. Like, unless in these next couple of chapters they start setting up something bigger, it really seems like number six is the head of the villain factory, which has been the only main villain this entire time. So, but then, like, th- if you think about it too, like, there's no other villain that really like has any affiliation to this group other than two o'clock the big reason he intermixes with uh you know with knuckle dusters because he's basically knuckle duster like he's basically like o'clock right and you know there's that tie in there and then he's basically been like now he's got a vendetta against koichi and pop because he like he got basically screwed over by them right so yeah they don't have anybody who's like a concrete tie to this group other than like i don't know what stain maybe i guess oh yeah oh yeah i forgot right? that we Shit. got stain teased and then he just never showed up again which never, i understand i understand why he that's never like showed 40 up. chapters ago now yeah yeah um but, but who's it stendall was that, that yeah was, stendall. Was, stendall yeah so i mean he would be the only one but i feel like you that no, that would feel like a reach at, right yeah, like, at, the, yeah. at this point i think they pushed him along of like Hey, now you need to do your transformation into Stain, and now you're in the My Hero series. Yeah, exactly, right? Because that was a cool enough kind of thing. I don't, I wouldn't want Stain to really come back. No, and that's what, and a that's really what, good way. But yeah, that's I, what I'm I saying. Think, like, I think be, the yeah. only so they have two paths here is either they they wrap up the two o'clock thing, they maybe do a little tie and be like, hey, this is how it fits into the grander villains of My Hero. They might do that, or they will like kind of like really double down on it and be like hey, here's all this, like, the big bad stuff behind 2 o'clock, you know, maybe here's the doctor or whatever. And then they kind of, they, they push it along that way and keep it going. But I don't know. I feel like, I, I don't feel like they will do that. And I actually kind of think that if they end it on this arc, that might actually be kind of a good ending. Like, it, it, it would feel kind of done. I was going to say, yeah, it feels like a natural ending. It doesn't feel like for, like like kept alive longer than it needs to be i guess i'm just gonna be bummed about the series being done like, it's a good it's, it's a good series and the thing is it's like there wasn't really any arc in here that like so far i've been like oh man this this sucks like everything kind of was good for its own reason like we had some really good slice of life arcs we had some like really awesome uh like uh like tie-ins to the bigger series i i've really liked this so far yeah they've really done a good job of kind of mixing it up for like there really has been a vibe for everyone that no matter what type you are if you're in this race shonen jumps like kind of fight scenes there are some really cool fight scenes and all that but the slice of life yeah this is definitely it's been a ride and i'm really happy with it too so i'm, I'm super sad but we spent a lot of time kind of talking about the but, but we don't series. know so far we we actually don't know if it's yeah. ending this is no, just we don't, speculation they have many words there's all speculation but is there anything else from these chapters we actually want to talk through or we saw two o'clock kind of space good yeah we, yeah that's bonkers. Yeah, his whole ass face. Now we know what exactly it looks like. Yeah, because like Dylan said it to me like earlier today. He was like, 
yeah, like, we've never actually seen his full face. And then I, like, after he said it, like, after, like, we got out of the call, I, like, went back and I was like, oh, he's not, oh, nowhere. Nowhere do you see it. It so. was a good payoff. I thought I thought it was a really good payoff to not show his face and have the payoff be, like, it's it's this random person that was, like, getting really close to the, the team. I thought that was cool. I think it's worth it. He also has a hero license. He all, like... Like two which o'clock, nutty. two yeah. o'clock has a hero's license, which is insane. Which means the hero license, like exam, is flawed because it doesn't detect psychopaths. That's true, and I, I that that gives oh. me like so many questions, right? Because it's like, one, did they just like see that he had the like he had o'clock's power, and then kind of just chalked up to like, oh, it's just a similar power, or two, oh yeah, they should they should know, or, yeah, or two. Does he? Sorry, there's like three of these. Two. Does he have a different power, um, other than that that kind of got him his license? Or three. Ooh. Is it a forgery? Or it could be a forgery. I feel like forgery. Remember, he's called the Rockin' Hero or something. Like I think that, hero I think that was ma- made up. I just figured Maybe. that was just like made up. Yeah. Well, yeah. After it all, but in the, in the moment, it made kind of sense. But yeah, they don't ever really. Pop never asked what his quirk was, which does seem kind of weird. Like, why it's would kinda, he not do that? Yeah, yeah. come on, Pop. You're, well, she's emo- she's emotionally distraught right now. She's having a rough time. Yeah, so that's that's like my current three trains of thought with this that I I kind of want to figure out what's going on because like we we saw him like because we had that scene of like he was like oh when I was uh, like born or whatever and they showed that weird animal thing, which yeah. we still don't know if that's literal or if that is like a. You know, representation. That's true. I forget about that. The little like pushy, squishy. Yeah, and so we don't know if that's literal or imagery. And then there's just like I feel like questions about him keep coming up because like he's a basic villain, but there's so many like random little details that just like make him more confusing. Yeah, I want to know more interesting too. I want to know like, about him. Yeah, we don't really know. Like we need that. We need that big, the, the big ass stereotypical like here's my grandiose backstory monologue at it. us yeah yeah exactly we need the monologue but the thing is he keeps squaring off against knuckle duster who isn't that's what gonna, I said. Knuckle won't let him do that like, i was yeah, like he's... do we think he'll get that like no unless it's like just against koichi and pop like he'll never he's gonna like, pull out another I gun i like that about this series though. yeah he's gonna pull out another gun and try and shoot him like that's 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 how it's gonna go and yeah knuckle duster is still the one thing we have unopened things about him where you just keep assuming that he's gonna come back in the fold but what if he doesn't what if knuckle duster's dead that would be wild uh, yeah but like it's uh, it's they, also they pretty sh- crazy because he seems like a he is a main character but like we thought he was going to be a part of like that main crew and then he exited kind of quick and never really came back in full never came back and like, after like chapter 35 probably We've only seen him a handful of times. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And like he even hinted at like the gang getting back together briefly because Koichi like knew he was there, and like, like we they, thought he knew it was. There. Yeah, well, I mean, but he actually was. So I don't know. Like we're gonna we're gonna chalk it up to them having like this. Them both seeing that they were together and we're like, oh, sick, he's gonna come back, and they never did. So yeah, because so we have we have two like, uh, I I don't I don't know if it's I don't know what to call it, but we have two scenes of like one saying like. We are going to get back together as a team, but now's not the moment, which yeah. that means it's coming soon. And two, um, he said this is the Crawler's final season. So those are like two like uh, story hints that we have that I think are leading probably to the same point. 
Yeah, but people say things all the time. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. I think the knuckle duster one was. I, I, I think it has to be. It has season. to mean something. They wouldn't just put that in the story to mean nothing. Yeah, it's also Koichi. it's also Koichi's like interior monologue too. Yeah. So I mean, like, you the crawler rebranded to no. I mean, and no, but that that is something like him rebranding yeah, would like they have to do something with it. Fair, 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 fair. I guess. I don't have too much else to discuss specifically from these chapters unless you guys do. I think, I guess the one last thing would be, I kind of wish Makoto wasn't coming back. They've kind of cut ties with everyone else and it seems like she's leaving again and coming back and this was really just kind of push Pop along, which I hope like we don't see Makoto again until like that deciding moment in the fall. But they've cut ties with pretty much everyone else except for the Hoda brothers. Like, that's the only relationship. And the Naru Fest, which is ending, they're going to have no connections to anyone else, which means that finally it'd be focused on number six. And with her coming back, I just worry that a different arc could pop up when we were all kind of saying, like, sick. Everyone else is gone. Let's get back to this story. So I don't mind her coming back and kind of pushing along the Pop and Koichi relationship, but I don't want her to come back and be a main character in that arc where they figure out that relationship. No, I, I really don't think um, so. I think, I think even though she's super cool, I think she's kind of being used as the plot device here on just to, like, push that along. Because, like, I don't want to say how else would you do it because there's a billion ways you could do it. But what's a nice, yeah. quick, concise way you can do it? Because cause that dynamic has kind of always been there. Like, since she first came over uh, Koichi's house, like, Pop has always been, like, who's this who's this girl why is she here like she's always yeah. kind of had that attitude and like and like fear that koichi was going to go with her so like i think it makes sense yeah yeah I'm, I, i'll i'll double down on that yeah we'll allow it this right. time just this we time. will allow it but before we do move in the plus ultra war for today then like we talked a lot about a lot of big things and we'd love to hear your comments thoughts and all that kind of stuff on any of it so dms i know i'm gonna take some of that but like we talked about a time jump. What do you guys think about the time jump? What do you think about the series ending? And if you ed- ended here, what do you think about Pop and Koichi? Uh, Makoto, who do you want to win? Like We talked through so many cool things where I'd love to kind of get some of you guys' perspective because this was definitely kind of a higher level conversation yeah. than we normally have around these chapters. So we talked about a lot of big things. Let us know some of your thoughts on some of those. But with that being said, Plus Ultra Award, our weekly Vigilantes Award right now. He's starting. Can I, can I go, want to can I go first, please? I'm raising my hand. Can I, can, can I, can I not even finish the introduction for Finish Plus it, finish Ultra? it. I want to go. Finish it. Plus Ultra is our weekly award where every single Vigilante chapter or during the season, every single episode of the manga, anime, we decide what character, idea, thought, whatever you want to be, went beyond, went Plus Ultra. And this week, Dylan will be the first to pick give us his pick. Okay, so my actual pick, I think it's Pop, very easily. She like she's like really like starting to like accept herself and like like take on this whole like persona of like hey I'm a musician I actually go and do music and she's like doing it without her pop persona because like that's originally why she did it is because she was like kind of embarrassed about putting herself out there like that and now she's like trying to put herself out there just as her not as pop necessarily but just as her I think that's really cool I think the realization she came to was really awesome um, my meme pick uh, Koichi because my man straight pulling. <laughs> that's awesome yeah i'm in the, i'm in I, I'm, I'm in the the pop camp it was a big self-reflection like 
series, like chapter series four, which I think it was good. I think it was needed because she she I think had uh, zero character development. Yeah, we've we've brought this up so much. She hasn't been fleshed out at all, and I'm glad. It sucks that this is the content she's being fleshed out, but it does make sense why she's being fleshed out now because everything else is kind of moving on. So yeah, I'm happy that she's doing shit. You know, you do you, girl. You do you. But I do switch. I do ship Kokodo. That's what I'm. That's what I'm calling it. That's what I'm calling Kokodo. it. Yeah, I like that. That's my celebrity. My celebrity crush. So I want group. to add like, something yeah. into that conversation as well. Is I I also respect that they didn't just go like, oh, Pop needs to discover herself just for for Koichi. It was more of like her coming it's, realization. It's her. Yeah, she literally was like, I'm doing. Uh, she's like, I realized these songs were for me. I thought that was yeah. really cool. I'm glad they didn't like you know cop out and go in that direction yeah they really got into her music which was great like yeah. i'm i'm happy they they doubled down on that all right well besides the obvious of the me your mean pick i also want to do a mean pick of makoto just being a celebrity and like whatever the short time span is she goes over there for a short time span comes back a celebrity best-selling author and like globally i'm like that's just kind of badass over there as well and all the more reason to ship kokoto but Kokoda, yeah. it is, it's obviously pop. I, yeah, I mean, oh, these yeah. were pop chapters. I think this is going to be a pop heavy, like mini arc inside of this last final arc. If this isn't. So I, I really do love the self-reflection, a lot of cool moments, even a couple of cool visual visuals with her as well. And they one. So definitely has to be pop. I couldn't think anyone else that deserves this. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're finally getting some like full panel of like pop. Not where like, she's like in the background or whatever. And I'm really, I'm really happy. That Cause it feels like, just built out the character a little more for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But with that, let's begin to wrap up this week's episode of Class 1A. Yeah, so make sure you tell all your friends about the Class 1A podcast. Hit us up on whatever podcasting platform you listen to, podcast on, and hit us with that five-star review when you find us. Tell yeah. your friends. And we have a website. Do you know how hard it is to make a website? It's not. It's actually kind of easy. Um, but it's pop.com. <laughs> um, and we also have a Twitter. Twitter.com slash popped underscore off, which that's kind of the best place to reach us. So feel free to DM us there. Uh, we reply to basically anything. But with that, that'll be all for this week's episode of the Class 1A podcast. We'll see you all back in class next Saturday with, do we know what our topic is? Can you remind me, Dylan? Nope. We, have, right. we have one. <laughs> you- I just don't have it up. There we go. We will be back next week in another class of episode. Class 1A episode where it will be a magical mystery episode that you'll be so excited to listen to. We will see you guys then.